What you're about to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, you sick, twisted freak. It's the two-year anniversary of the most important event, probably since Genghis Khan and the worst thing that has ever happened since the crucifixion and that would be January 6th. The day democracy almost died? Almost oh. died. Almost, almost died. died. You don't democracy. have any idea. Do not take that guy in the buffalo horns. Don't look at him as a joke. <laughs> that was a serious movement. Thank you. Uh, the problem is uh, Revolver News has sunk their teeth into this story now for two years. And uh, I just did an interview that is tomorrow's podcast with the guy who has been on it from day one and turning over every stone. Y- you have to listen to this podcast. I'm going to go over it with you here in a minute. You will not believe the things that the government is trying to say, oh, yeah, no, that that's real. And then all of the things you have to believe that they couldn't find an answer on or that were coincidence that just happened to all fall in line. It is crazy. We'll go over January 6th on this two-year anniversary in 60 seconds. All right. Um, I told you earlier today there is some really good news when it comes to uh, fighting against the inflation uh, and the new digital coin that is coming. I think it was Missouri is now looking to pass Senate Bill 100, I think it is, uh, about making sure that gold and silver are legal tender in the state and uh, that there's no extra taxes or charges for using it. This is a really big deal because this is the way, this is what Bitcoin is trying to do, but gold and silver are in the Constitution. The Federal Reserve, well, not the Federal Reserve, but the federal government started issuing money because they would lock in to gold value. You had a silver certificate. Then the Fed got involved, and in 1972, we went, yeah, gold and silver, it doesn't make a difference. Well, that's what states were doing at the very beginning of our country. And so nothing had a constant value. They could print more money and inflation. It was a mess. Well, now that the federal government is causing this mess, the states are now starting to stand up and saying, yep, gold or silver can be used as currency and nobody can take it away from the individuals. It's amazing. This is great news and puts power in your silver, puts power in your gold and puts power in your hands. Listen, I want you to call Gold uh, Goldline today and find out. We have these really beautiful Mayflower rounds. They, I would call them coins, but the federal government doesn't like to, for me to call them coins. Have to call them rounds. They make coins. We make rounds. Um, but it is, it's like a silver coin. It's just a round. And it has the Mayflower 400th uh, anniversary on it. And on the back is the seal of the great state of the United States. Uh, and it was designed by Benjamin Franklin. Wait until you see it. It's beautiful. Anyway, you can use these, uh, you know, in, I think it's Utah, Wyoming, 
uh, now Missouri, Texas, Oklahoma, Oklahoma, and hopefully many more states uh, to make sure that your money is not lost through this fiat currency. Right now, this week, every tube of 25 of the one-fourth ounce gold Mayflower Beck rounds, you're going to receive at no charge 10 one-ounce silver Mayflower rounds and 50 of the Mind Your Business Silver Gram Bars. Gold or silver, all, both of them together. Call 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. All righty. <clears throat> all right, let me, let me talk to you a little bit about um, uh, January 6th. I and I believe almost everyone in this audience is was horrified at January 6th and we want the bad guys to go to jail. Uh, What we don't want to happen is grandmas be swept up and charged with parading after they've spent time in jail. We, We don't really we do not want the treatment that the police and bigots gave to Martin Luther King. That's what that's that's why we have the civil rights laws that we do. You don't treat people that way. Martin Luther King's point was the Declaration of Independence applies to everyone. The laws and the Constitution applies to everyone. So I don't want it to happen to black people, brown people, white people, old people, young people. I want consistency. And this has become a giant show. And we all started tuning everything out once the Democrats started saying this is worse or on par with the Civil War. Uh, No, it's not. No, it's not. This was not serious. This was serious by somebody. But but who? Who? So they did this manhunt with all of the things that we have in Washington, D.C., where there's almost an all-seeing eye now in Washington, D.C. If you want to track people with their cell phones and with cameras, you can get almost every square inch of Washington, D.C. They had, within a week, everybody's location that was carrying a cell phone. They went to the airlines and they got all of the flight information. They knew who was in Washington, D.C. on January 6th. I'm going to I'm going to first lay out three pieces of this podcast that you haven't you have to listen to. It's about an hour, hour and 10 minutes. It'll come out tomorrow. It's available now for Blaze TV subscribers. And it's with Darren uh, Beatty. He is the guy who started Revolver News and has been on this. I, the first question I asked was, why should people care about what really happened on January 6th? Here's what he said. Everybody's made up their mind on January 6th, <clears throat> both sides. And I don't think the story has even been told, which you are doing such a great job at. And I don't think people understand why it is so important. I don't care who you voted for. I don't care if you think Donald Trump was the worst guy or the best guy. This is critical or we lose everything. Is that an overstatement? No, I think it's actually very accurate and it's important to understand why. You know, I think a lot of everyday Americans, they're far more concerned with issues like inflation or otherwise. Mm-hmm. And there's this sense that it's only the radical leftists that are making this huge deal about January 6th with hyperbolic comparisons to 
9-11. I think Biden even said it's worse than the Civil War. Yeah, 9-11. Forget about 9-11. It's worse than the Civil War. <laughs> We've got some ridiculous statements and yeah. people just tune it out as saying, okay, this is just partisanship. It's bluster. And to a certain extent, that is true. It's not an insurrection on the level of the you know Civil War or anything like that. But the reason it's important and we can't tune it out entirely is that there is a false narrative being pushed, and the purpose of that narrative is to facilitate the weaponization of the national security state politically against the American people. And that's what's at stake. It would be one thing, you know, it's it's horrible what's happened to a lot of the people languishing in prison for, in many cases, relatively trivial, trivial offenses. But the bigger picture, what's really at stake is the nature of the country we live in? What type of country are we going to live in? Do we want to live in a country where over half of the country is effectively demonized as domestic terrorists for having pretty much um, sensible um, political views? Because mm -hmm. if you do that, you can't coexist. You can't. What do you do with if half the country are terrorists? What do you do with that half of the country? Right. You know, you either have to reeducate them or you have to put them in a camp or kill them or something, but you can't live next door to a terrorist. Right. Um, the thing that um, bothers me the most, and I want to, I want you to take us through everything. Mm -hmm. um, but the thing that bothers me the most, and it is not just in January 6th, mm -hmm. is the intelligence community and the FBI, the power and the arrogance of uh, the use of the power in such clear and unusual ways. You know, they are, right. the, this apparatus is being used either by them or somebody else to carry out an agenda and blame it on other people. Um, and if they can do this to the president of the United States, what? Why do you think they're going to there's any justice for you? So we get into this um, and he starts laying out the case from the very beginning. We talk about Ray Epps uh, and he has fascinating stuff on Ray Epps. Fascinating. Um, there is there is no way this guy was not deeply involved uh, with somebody and. I take away from this. I, I believe he was, uh, <laughs> you know, I say this, I say this, but in, if, in, unless you're up to speed on the latest news, and I say the latest news of something that happened in the 1960s, the Kennedy assassination, you'll think it's crazy and a conspiracy theory. But we are now finding out that the CIA was involved with uh, Oswald. Uh, and so all of the stuff that they said was a conspiracy theory for so long is now being proven to be true. Um, and I think that Ray Epps is at least a Lee Harvey Oswald. He was he's being used by somebody um, in this, and that's why they're protecting him. But there is somebody else that most of us have never heard of, and he's called the, the uh, scaffold uh commander listen to this piece i would say just as interesting if not more so than apps is this individual that's referred to as scaffold commander 
Now, this is a very mysterious guy. And if people go to Revolver News, there's the sort of the classic piece where we have all the video of it and they can see for themselves what he's doing. But here's a guy who, like many of the others, was pre-positioned at the exact place at the exact time, right at that western perimeter where the first breach was. He's cutting fencing, all, all that. But then he just immediately rushes to the scaffold, climbs right on top, and he's got his bullhorn, and he's saying, move forward, move forward, move forward. He's playing just this huge role in crowd control, and just as a matter of crowd psychology, if you're there in the crowd, you hear some authoritative voice with a bullhorn uh, standing on top of the scaffold saying, move forward, we need your help. In many cases, he said, we need your help. So if you're in the crowd, you think, okay, the barriers were cut down. I don't know I'm even trespassing. Number two, I hear this guy saying, move forward, we need your help. Was someone injured in the crowd and they need the crowd to mm -hmm. move away so that you know they could be medical mm -hmm. assistance? Who knows? And then... When the Capitol it, building itself was breached, he was ordering people to go in, go in, go in. And the amazing thing is, I would say this is the person who is more egregious than anybody else, other than perhaps Ray Epps. He hasn't even been identified. He didn't even make it. How's that it. possible? He didn't even make it to the most wanted list. And let me tell you, I, I don't want to. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Hold it. He's he's not identified as somebody who was a was orchestrating or or pushing it through or he just wasn't identified by name both so he, <laughs> he didn't even mention know, he wasn't no he he's wow. not on any of the most wanted lists he's not you know wanted to any degree as far as i'm aware by by the government by the department of justice and nobody knows his name He's simply referred to as a scaffold commander. And I was going to say, I don't want to get into all of my all of my methods and tricks, but I pulled out all the stops, all the stops to identify this guy, including, you know, cutting edge facial recognition stuff, the whole deal. Nothing. And, you know, he could have been wearing some type of prosthetic. It's just it's very weird. I would love to know who this guy is. Um, it's one of the really key mysteries of the whole thing. I suspect if he's if his identity is actually uncovered, it's going to be one of the biggest scandals in the country. I've dedicated a lot of resources to doing so. Unfortunately, I haven't been able to identify him. It is phenomenal, especially when we were talking about the Idaho case and what's happening and how they found this killer. They can find no identity of this man at all. Remember the woman that was uh, caught with facial recognition uh, and the FBI went to Alaska and the only reason why they con were convinced once they met her, she was like, uh, see her earlobe, look at my earlobe. But the facial recognition snatched her out. It doesn't even recognize this guy. It's as if he doesn't even exist. And no one in the federal government is even naming his role or putting him as an unidentified figure as one of the most wanted. Nothing. You got to listen to this podcast because he gets into the pipe bombs, too, that were planted. And it is absolutely implausible. It is implausible 
this is the podcast that will come out tomorrow. It's already available at The Blaze. It is episode 169. What are the feds hiding in January 6th investigation? I'm going to come back with uh, something that I asked him at the end about, is there a mastermind behind this? His answer on air is fascinating. His answer, and he said, I'll tell you off air, and I'm not going to tell you what he said, but I'm going to give you a, uh, a, a feeling of what he said uh, when we come back. Stand by. 60 seconds and we're back to that. Brian wrote in about his experience with Relief Factor. He said, after taking Relief Factor for three weeks, I found that at least 90% of my pain is gone. I was begin- it was beginning to limit my mobility and my ability to get things done at work and at home. I'm amazed at the relief I have gotten. I should have started taking Relief Factor a year ago when I first heard about it on your show. I know, Brian, don't kick yourself. I was the same way. I think I heard about Relief Factor for two years before my wife finally said, you're going to try it. Um, and she said it more like, you will try this. Anyway, three-week quick start, only nineteen ninety-five. It's a trial pack. Hundreds of thousands of people have ordered Relief Factor, and about 70% of them go on to order more. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800, the number four, relief. Get nineteen ninety-five three-week quick start. Relieffactor.com or 800, the number four, relief. Relief Factor. Feel the difference. 10 seconds, station ID. All right, let me play this uh, real quick. This is uh, Darren Beatty from Revolver News. If it is uh, some sort of an operation right. uh, made to look, look, make the Trump people look bad, right. who do you think was responsible? Where, how far up the chain of command do you think this goes? And where does it go? Which mm-hmm. agency? Right. No, that's a great question. And just, you know, this is highly speculative territory, so I can just give my best guess. Um, I think that, you know, first of all, all of these militia groups, they're so heavily infiltrated, it's insane. Like, mm-hmm. it, it came out that the number two guy at Oath Keepers was an FBI informant. So many of the Proud Boys, like, including the top guy, have relationships with the FBI. If why wouldn't have, why did they even make it to the Capitol? If they're not active informants then they're being surveilled in any way like Mm -hmm. there's just no way the government isn't tracking they don't know what's going on with these groups came out that multiple proud boys were being surveilled and proud boys informants were informing the fbi in real time as january 6 unfolded um so the idea that they were just completely caught off guard is absolute rubbish they knew something was going to happen and people can conclude for themselves why there is uniquely poor security on that day. Now, I think in addition to that, the sort of let it happen on purpose aspect, there were certain pockets of groups that, again, like I said, played key roles in allowing for it to turn into a riot. Certain things like crowd control, people like Epps directing people to the Capitol, planting the idea of going in, people like the scaffold commander Mm -hmm. who is exercising sort of crowd control from the top of the scaffold, telling people to move forward, positioning themselves for this to happen. Um, And then, of course, cutting all the fencing and barriers so people trespass, not even knowing that they were committing a crime, because usually it's not a crime to be in that specific area of the Capitol. Only on that day they were. So all of these things kind of created the opportunity for this to happen. What organization ran this? 
That's an excellent question. I have strong suspicions about the Department of Homeland Security. Um, the Department of Homeland Security has been really the tip of the spear as far as this domestic war on terror goes. Department of Homeland Security, you know, there's a lot of talk about the FBI, and I think people like D'Antuono and Ray know what was going on. But actually, you know, as bad as the FBI is, the fact that it's a law enforcement agency and there are all sorts of protocols and constraints that go with law mm -hmm. enforcement, that shackles you a lot more than simply an intelligence group. When he spoke about Ray Epps, he said, read the transcript. They asked him, are you part of law enforcement agency? No. Part of law enforcement agency? No. His lawyer? No. Is he part of any other agency? No comment. Not that I, not to my recollection, he's never told me that. I mean, there is something really shady. I want to tell you what I was left with uh, and the feeling that I, I got from Darren Beatty yesterday. The Glenn Beck Program. Podcast is available now for Blaze subscribers and tomorrow wherever you get your podcast. Uh, you probably don't have very much time left before the cell phone in your pocket participates in the artificial intelligence uprising and turns you, you know, into your slave, if you're lucky. Um, so during your remaining time here on Earth, while you still own the phone and it's not the other way around, why not at least avoid overpaying? Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless provider, and they share your values, and they're not going to send your hard-earned money to aid in the destruction of America. They're going to work for conservative causes, not against them. You're going to get the same nationwide service, all while supporting a company that loves America, shares your values, and supports our police. Switching is easy. It's going to be rewarding knowing you're not only getting great mobile service, saving money, but you're also standing up for what's right and good. So get free activation today with the promo code BECK. Go 972PATRIOT. That's number 972PATRIOT. Or PatriotMobile.com slash BECK. Save money, do the right thing, and be free. PatriotMobile.com slash BECK. 972PATRIOT. Blaze TV subscribers get early access to all of Glenn's interviews. Go to blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck program. Stu and I were just talking in the break about what I what, what you're going to hear tomorrow. If you're not a Blaze subscriber, um, you're going to hear it tomorrow in the podcast, episode 169. What are the feds hiding in the January 6th investigation? And I interviewed for about an hour uh, Darren Beatty. He is the guy who started Revolver News, and he is on this like nobody else. And he's been following it from the beginning. And Stu said, you know, I got questions, but I have all there. I think they're really stupid questions. <laughs> and, and, and they're not, Stu. Mm -hmm. Most of us have not followed this because we know it's full of crap. That's what we felt. We know it's full of crap. Um, and then the rest of it, we've only seen what the media and everything is putting out. And it doesn't make sense, which leads us to go. There's nothing here. What is this? It's really important that you understand now, two years later, two years later, we now have all the evidence that the federal government can come up with, and it is implausible. 
It is absolutely implausible. So is it just implausible or are you suggesting something specific? I can't. I asked him, was this a plan by somebody or was this taken advantage? And um, I think where it comes down is there may have been some people that wanted to do some stuff, but those were infiltrated by the FBI, so manipulated by the FBI, and then other people just took advantage of what was supposedly happening. But the, the pipe bombs in particular are so important because they can't find these people. They can't find the guy on the scaffolding who, when you look at the video and you read his reporting and you hear the, the message tomorrow, this guy, this guy is, should be number one. Should be number one. If not Ray Epps, it's this guy. Number one. He went before there was a crowd. He cut all of the fences. Then he climbed up the scaffolding and he stood on the top layer of the scaffolding with a bullhorn and he waited. And then when the crowd got there, he gave instructions on what to do. This guy is the ringleader, at least on site. Can't find him. No facial recognition. He's not even mentioned as the most wanted. He's nowhere. And nowhere. They have clear photos of oh, him. It's not yeah. like one of these things no, where no. he's wearing a mask. And it's not like there was a third shooter in the tree. Right. right. You know what I mean? There are clear the, photos of him all yeah. over the site. Um, all, all over a lot, several videos. Okay. So then um, the, the next thing is the pipe bomb. There were two pipe bombs. One at the DNC and one at the RNC. We know because of video that they were planted the night before. Okay. It was caught on video. Mm-hmm. The video is there. However, the, um, the, the only video the FBI has released is an edited video. So we only have, there's, I mean, this is almost, remember, this is uh, the DNC. Okay? Um, the DNC is, is what Watergate was all about, a break into the DNC. Uh, They have all kinds of threats. They have all kinds of important people going in and out of the DNC headquarters. Um, You know, Seth Rich was in the area. You're in you're in uh, Washington, D.C., which is crime ridden. You don't have the best security cameras there. Of course you do. Of course you do. He goes into what that film actually shows. It's implausible. But anyway, they only release this guy who comes on the scene um, he's got the pipe bomb with a kitchen timer, um, and he makes a phone call. Well, if you're making a phone call, I can triangulate you. Okay, I know who you are. They can't find him. Haven't been able to triangulate. Don't know. Don't know who this guy is. Wow, that's impressive. Then they edit the tape, so they take one camera with him, and he's moving in to place the bomb. Then they take an edit and they cut to him placing the bomb, but you don't see his arms below his elbows. So you can't prove that he placed it. You know what I mean? Why? Can we get because the other camera would have shown him placing the bomb. Okay, Um, can't get a hold of that. There's no nobody that is willing to release the full tapes. FBI has them. 
the thing that is really too coincidental is the um, Kamala Harris goes to the DNC unexpectedly. She goes to the headquarters. She leaves Capitol Hill about 90 minutes before they're going to start verifying the count. Okay. She leaves. She's like, I got to get to the DNC. She goes to the DNC secret service. Just go with her. They haven't, you know, it was a surprise to them. So they didn't sweep anything, but while she's there, they sweep everything. They don't find anything. This pipe bomb is in plain sight. Uh, where they say they found it. It's in plain sight. Nobody saw that in the morning. Nobody saw that overnight. No, nobody, the, the guy that is hired to be standing in front of the DNC as a, a he didn't see it. The FBI say they, sw- they swept. They didn't see it. And the only reason why they found it is because the pipe bomb that was at the RNC was found first. And it was found by somebody who has deep ties to the DNC. She happened to be walking by the RNC and look into this alley. And she happened to see this pipe bomb with the kitchen timer stuck at 20 minutes. She finds it at 20 minutes to 11 well, it's stuck. We don't know when that was planted. I mean, it could it, the we have the video of the other one being planted at night. But they immediately say, oh, my gosh, it was 20 minutes. There's an attack on the Capitol at 11. But the pipe bombs are not known to be, uh, you know, fake or, or not going to explode. So they call the Capitol. The Capitol Police redeploy a bunch of people down to the RNC and DNC, which leaves the Capitol open okay much more open than it was Mm -hmm. so you got all your resources going down there as five minutes after they find the rnc bomb the secret service find the dnc bomb and rush kamala harris out to safety the story is that they both were stuck at 20 minutes well 20 minutes might tell you something if you knew when the bomb was planted. We do uh, know where when one of them was planted. It appears to be overnight. Right. But why the rush to say this was a diversion when you know when it was planted? And how odd is it that they found it 20 minutes before 11 and they were set to 20 minutes before they went off? You know what I mean? And it was 20 minutes before 11, right when... It's convenient to say they're going to start they're going to start verifying these votes at 11 o'clock and they can't find the guy. There's no there's no it's a complete dead end to find the guy who made a phone call on his cell phone. Is it just like here are a bunch of really strange things and we don't have an explanation for them or is it like. Hey, there's a unifying theory here that leads us to we don't have the evidence to prove it, but like here's what we think happened. So, it to me, here's what happened. Um to me This is speculation. This is total speculation. Okay. But to me, the most logical thing is there were some people in these groups, you know, like the, you know, uh what is it? Oath keepers. And I, and I have no I'm just using them as an example. Sure. I don't know. But there was buzz on the Internet or there was buzz someplace 
that uh, we're going to get them. We're going to go there 11 o'clock. Let's storm the Capitol. And there does seem to be some evidence Correct. of some Correct. coordination between some of these groups on Correct. that front. And, but the ones that were coordinating were, were, were there with the FBI. So there's no way these guys should have even made it to the Capitol. Okay? You don't let them go to the Capitol and commit it and then afterwards say, yep, we know they did it. You stop them. As they're getting ready, you don't you don't help the terrorist and then blow the building up and say, right, and say we, we know we caught him. Right. <laughs> right. Yes. Okay? Right. You stop them in time. So all of these groups were watched. Meaning, all of these. And groups, when you're saying they're with them, they were they had been infiltrated. There infiltrated. Were people who were monitoring. Infiltrated. Their correct. Uh, and people turned on the inside and were, you know, rats, if you will, for the FBI. OK, so. Why wasn't it stopped? My theory on this is because it was to someone's political advantage. And I'm not I'm not prepared to say it was, you know, the DNC or anything else. I believe this again is deep state. Donald Trump was not just taken out by uh, the DNC. This was the intelligence and law enforcement officials that are part of the deep state that don't care who's president. They're going to do what they do. They were the ones that did all of the Russiagate stuff. They fed it to the press. They fed it everywhere else. I believe that this is deep state taking advantage of something, helping juice people up, using Ray Epps, who um, is absolutely involved with the government some way or another. I, I really believe that. I can't prove it. But uh, I do believe he denies that, obviously. Yeah, he does deny it. Um, But I I think there's some I I think this is this is the kind of stuff that gets you killed. If I wasn't a national figure and, you know, talking about, you know, things like this, I think we'll all know if I die, I'm not suicidal. Uh, I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not apt to run in front of a bus today. And your cholesterol's fine. Mm. Anyway, uh, so so um, I think it is people taking advantage and then playing up the advantage. For instance, the attack with those guys who have been wound up by themselves or by people might work. You know, for instance, the guys on the scaffolding, the scaffolding man, that guy may have been an operative for the government. That's why nobody's looking for him. Uh, he he was just helping the people and helping keep them wound up to go in. Okay, I think that's what happened. There were sincere people, but they were dorks and couldn't have done anything without the assistance of some dark arms and dark agencies. Okay, mm-hmm. um, and that all happened. And then I think the pipe bomb. I could be wrong on all of this, but I think the pipe bombs were both planted again, by a dark arm that realized we can get the um, agencies to the Capitol Police to come down to these two locations, which will help the the Capitol rioters, let them get away with some stuff. Okay, but we really have it under control. Nobody's going to get killed, but let them give away for stuff. So we see that happening. We'll pull these people out so they can get into the Capitol, but don't let those bombs go off. Because if they go off, then answers are going to have to be 
taken. So just use them as a diversion, but don't let them go off. Hmm. I think the pipe bombs are totally dark art stuff. And and I know, look, I know, to be clear, I know you're giving me the action movie version of this. Like, you don't know that's true. You're you're saying like, you know, you're you're speculating in a healthy way. I am am (laughs) speculating in a more reasonable way than the January 6th committee was. Well, the January 6th committee was just about saying bad things about Donald Trump. It had nothing to do with trying to solve this. Correct. Um, But like, what is the what is the motivation of the FBI to encourage an incursion into the Capitol. To paint those who are um, against this globalist mm-hmm. um, world economic forum. This isn't about left and right and Democrats and Republicans. This is a fight from nationalist. I love America. Let's make America strong to no, we're an internationalist conglomerate that is going to rule the world, okay? Donald Trump and people who believe in the Constitution are not internationalists. And um, that's why I believe that this whole operation happened beside January 6th. Donald Trump was targeted from the beginning because he's an America first guy. And he was taken down um, uh, because of that. He could not be president. They needed to kill not only him figuratively speaking they needed to kill not only him but the entire american constitutionalist america first kind of movement that's why and look what they've done they've tried to paint the country into these people who believe in the constitution believe in people controlling things they're extremists and they're dangerous back in just a minute Some people judge a man by the content of his character. No, I, I believe that you judge him by the quality of his slippers. Uh, and if you have my pillow slippers from Mike Lindell, oh, Mike Lindell, my slippers are great. You'll save now $90 a pair. That's $49.98 per pair. It's a steal right now at MyPillow.com. If you haven't had a chance to check out the My Slippers for My Pillow yet, you really need to. They come in a ton of different sizes, all new colors. You're going to love them. My Pillow products also come with a 10-year uh, warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. So go to mypillow.com, click on the radio listener square, and save $90 on the original My Slippers. It's $49.98 a pair. And while you're there, check out the other products which you've heard me talk about, uh, from pillows to sheets and slippers and everything. Just enter the promo code Beck or call 800-966-3117. It's not going to last long. Order now. MyPillow.com. Glenn Beck. But with anyway, uh, welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. Don't miss that uh, that podcast. Um, by it's a fascinating way, story, and it's just uh, the only way it can be solved is by uh, getting more facts yep. and more evidence. So yep. That's, yep. hopefully yep. it's going to happen. Um, uh, by the way, I saw a great movie, and I don't know if it's still out. I know it is in Dallas, uh, but it's called uh, I Heard the Bells, and it is from a group I think called Sight and Sound. I, I, I mean... Why didn't you call me? I'll invest. <laughs> I mean, th- this is great. Uh, sight and sound. The Bells. I heard the bells. It's a great movie. It was made for Christmas, but it's a great American story. 
and really well done. And you can just go to their website. I think you can watch it now at home uh, or online. The Glenn Beck Program.